Good morning, friends. It is Tuesday, October the 20th, 2020. And I just wanted to hop on here real quick and share something that has been on my heart over the past week or so. Um, The Lord has been dealing with me in the area of speaking truth and authenticity and being real, which you probably gathered from my last podcast, which was all about the relationship. Um, yes, I said relation shift, like you got to shift your mindset when you're looking at relationships. Well, lately, um, I've just been really praying about how my words and what I say affect other people and my environment. And I have been known to speak the truth. Like I, I'm very much a straight shooter. I like it when people shoot straight with me. I don't want to have a bunch of sugar coating around the truth. I just want you to give it to me straight, you know, straight up truth. That's how I take it. Um, And I know that some people are uncomfortable with that approach. I know that some people prefer, you know, to couch, couch the truth in a little sugar coated capsule that goes down a little bit easier. And I respect that. And I I understand that. Um, It's just not the way my personality works. And I've been really thinking about, going forward, how I have spoken the truth, but how sometimes it has not been received. And in fact, sometimes it looks like it's been detrimental. And for somebody who values truth and values authenticity and values real, that's kind of a hard pill to swallow, right? And so I've been thinking about what is it about speaking the truth that sometimes it's well-received and you see lives transformed or you see habits changed. And sometimes speaking the truth does the opposite and it just seems to annihilate people. And I feel like the Lord has been speaking to me a lot lot, um, about this subject, but particularly in James, where he talks about how the power of life and death is in your tongue. Like you can you can start a wildfire with your tongue. And that can be a wildfire of goodness. Like I can speak and ignite goodness everywhere, or I can speak and ignite destruction. Fire can warm you, but it can also burn you down. And there's purifying fire, and then there's devastation in fire. And so I've really just been praying about, Lord, how have my words been affecting people and circumstances and atmospheres and The Lord gave me this word yesterday. When you speak the truth in love, when you love people and you are speaking the truth to them because you love them and because you want them to succeed and you want them to to grow in me, then it will bring life and you will see transformation and growth. It will be positive. But there is also a way that you can speak the truth and it's all about your heart behind it when you speak it. So if my heart is, I love you, I want to see you succeed and excel in life and I speak truth to you, that truth is going to grow you. It's going to encourage you. Even if it might be difficult to hear, you know that I love you. But there's another kind of truth that can be spoken out of bitterness, out of anger, and it's still the truth, like it's real, but because the heart behind it is bitter or because the heart behind it is angry, it's not going to be received in love. It's going to cause devastation 
and the kind of fire that tears down, but not in a holy way, the kind of fire that tears down in like a bullying way. And I know um, I've made a lot of mistakes as a pastor's wife. One of the mistakes that I, I have made, and I say this in humility because it hasn't been resolved, I have spoken the truth to people out of frustration, out of anger, and out of bitterness. And those relationships are not in my life anymore. And obviously, there's going to be times when you speak the truth out of love and, and people are just not wanting to hear the truth. Like the Bible tells us in, in, the end, in the latter days, these end times that we all seem to be talking about that we're living in, there are going to be people who don't want to hear the truth and they only want to hear what they want to hear. And that's a totally different scenario. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you have a relationship with somebody and you have the kind of relationship where you can speak truth into their life or they can speak truth into your life, but you are speaking out of bitterness or anger because of something that you're holding against them, maybe resentment, maybe you've had a a fracture in a relationship, you can say the truth, but it's not going to bring healing and hope. It's just going to bring devastation and destruction. And... I've really been wrestling with that um, and how, what is my motivation for speaking truth? I'm 100% willing to say the things that nobody wants to say, but I have to make sure that my motivation is correct before the Lord, before I do that. I need to make sure that my motivation is one of love because I want to see them exceed, succeed and grow, not because I want to humble them or teach them a lesson or or hurt them because the truth can hurt. The sting of truth can be taken out a little bit when it is given in love. And that doesn't mean that you have to sugarcoat it. It just means that they are so confident, the other person is so confident in your love for them that they know you're not going to say anything out of malice. You're not trying to hurt them. You're trying to help them. And that kind of brings me back to the relationship aspect of what I had talked about previously where, you know, one of the things I've learned the hard way is I can do everything. I can, I can lift somebody up. I can encourage them. I can put them in, a, in leadership. I can elevate them. I can do all of those things. And they, that doesn't necessarily mean that they trust me or my motivation, Building relationships is so difficult. Tearing them down is so easy. And it felt to me like in one particular situation, um, there was a person who I knew had a specific gift. I mentioned it to my leader at the time, and I was like, this person is gifted. Um, We need to encourage them in their gift, and I think they would be a great asset to our particular team. And that person was like, yeah, okay, let's give them a chance. And they came on board, and... You know, I constantly felt like I was um, praising them and encouraging them and pushing them in love to get out of their, you know, fear of being in the public, but just, you know, kind of pursuing what I knew God had planted in them. And years, years of that. And then in one day, in one moment, because I was so frustrated and it wasn't even with this person. It was just frustrated with what, had, what I was dealing with. I said something, 
I didn't think it through. It was the truth, but it wasn't out of a motivation of love. It was more out of a motivation of frustration. And in that moment, that relationship fractured and has not been restored yet. And I think about that, you know, in family dynamics, we say things, we speak the truth to each other, and sometimes it's out of the right motivation, sometimes it's not, but because we're family, we're going to work through it. Church should be like a family where we can be honest about like, you know, that truth that you, that was true what you said, but it hurt, and I did not feel the love behind that. We should be able to have those conversations and work that out, but that's just not a reality. Most people would rather just stay hurt and leave than to admit that they've been hurt because that is an element of pride. But also you're afraid that it's going to lead to conflict. And I don't mind conflict. Um, it makes my stomach hurt for sure. It's not my favorite thing, but I feel like I can, I would rather have a conflict and work something out than have a broken relationship. And so I, I was just thinking about that moment when I had done, for years, I had built this person up, but in one moment, because I did not have control over my emotions or my tongue, and I wasn't praying through what I was saying, the motivation was not pure, and destruction reigned. And the sad part to me is that those people aren't even in our church anymore. And I can't say it's 100% because of that, but I definitely know that that is a part of it. And so as the Lord brought this word to, to mind of speaking the truth and love and the motivation behind it, it seems so basic. But how many times have you said something that's true, but it's, it's brought hurt and pain to a relationship? And that's what I'm talking about. You know, we have the, we have the ability to speak life into situations and into people and into our environments, or we can speak death and destruction. And sometimes the truth is the truth. The truth doesn't change, but the way that we choose to share it can. I remember growing up, I was terrified that I was going to go to hell. I had been, I was brought up in more of like a hellfire brimstone kind of, you know, environment um, in church. And so I was always afraid of going to hell. That was like the number one thing. I don't want to go to hell. But I also found later in life, fear is not a good motivator. If you're speaking the truth, like the truth is hell is real, heaven is real, we don't want to go to hell. That's the truth, for real. But if I'm only saying that to, to motivate out of fear, fear doesn't hold things together. It tears things apart. And I had to learn that more than my fear of going to hell, I needed to recognize my need for the love and how to receive love from my Savior, the one who was going to keep me from going to hell. And... I think in churches, sometimes we've made a mistake in speaking the truth, but not letting love be the motivating factor in that. Yes, sin is sin. Absolutely, we have to preach truth. Like we have to speak truth. But if we're only doing it out of an anger or frustration because people are not living the way that we believe that they're supposed to live, it's not going to be received and lives are not going to be transformed. Jesus spoke truth in love. He spoke hard truths, harsh. I mean, he told a woman at the well, you're right. You've been with five men and the one you're with isn't even your husband. Why did she even stick around? Like, I would have thrown my water jug and been like, well, what about like, don't even talk to me then, dude. But because I believe the motivation in which he spoke those words 
were filled with so much love and so much hope for her. She received the truth and her life was transformed. And not only her life, but the life of her village, the life of her city. Because truth was spoken, but it was spoken in love. And on that same vein, I've also been considering how my language affects the environment. And I'm not saying like I'm going to make flowers grow because I'm speaking so softly or whatever, but there is an element of truth in that, in that we can, we can choose to speak what we see in other people, what we know God has planted in them and what is going to come out, or we can choose to focus on what they're not doing and what we haven't seen happen yet. And that again can break up, break down a person or it can build up a person. And my husband and I have just been really praying about like, we want our language to reflect the prophetic word of God, not just over our lives, not just over our church, but over the people that serve um, with us. And so sometimes we will say things that are not necessary, that, that are true, but we haven't seen the evidence of it yet, but we'll say it because we know that God wants us to be, to be speakers of truth and to prophesy over the gift that's already there to grow. And so those are just some thoughts I've been having about the power of your tongue and how you can speak truth, how you can prophesy goodness and prophesy life over your life. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I am a prophet. I'm just saying, God says we have the power to speak life or to speak death. Choose life. Like we want to speak life. We want to see people built up in the Lord, not, not be the ones that tear them down and drive them away. And so... I'm sharing vulnerably, vulnerably of my, in my mistakes in hopes that if you listen to this, you too will recognize that yes, we have to speak the truth. And I would encourage you also to take this into posting the truth. There's so many believers I see posting such hateful things on Facebook and Instagram and all those um, social media platforms where it's like, what if we spoke or posted the truth in love? What if we post it out of a motivation of love for people, not out of a motivation to be right? And what kind of change could we see? And I don't know that social media is even the place to do that, to be honest with you. But I do know for sure, 100% in our day-to-day relationships with people, we need to speak the truth, but we need to, we need to speak the truth in love. And so really ask the Lord, what is my motivation? Where's my heart at? Are my motivations pure? Is my heart pure before you, God? Because that's what I desire more than anything is to be right with you and to build your people and to build your kingdom. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity we have to speak your truth, God. Your truth never changes. It says in your word, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So is your word. So God, I thank you for that. I thank you for the stability that we can find in that. And I ask um, Holy Spirit that you will um, inundate our words today, that God, we will speak truth, but we will speak it in love, that God, you will transform our hearts from hearts of stone to hearts of flesh, that we will begin to feel again. Lord, for not just your people, but for the people who have yet to know you. God, that your truth will reign in our lives so greatly, but that, Lord, your love will shine forth as well. And God, I just pray that before any word is spoken today, that if it's not motivated by love, that God, you'll just put a stop before our mouths and that, Lord, you will just check our hearts, give us a little nudge that, hey, wait, don't say, don't post. Make sure that you're right before me before you do that so that, God, we will be builders of your kingdom, not destroyers of it. We love you so much, and we give you all the honor, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.